0: You are now listening to Grinding True Crime with your hosts, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby.
2: Hey, welcome in to another episode of the Grinding True Crime Podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, along with Todd Fox. And, yeah, we and uh, we're back again. Sorry about the inconvenience. Our mic was tripping. Yay, we're good. All right. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, uh, technical difficulties, but we're back, uh, so we're glad you guys can hear us. Um, before we get started, want to let you guys know where you can find us. Of course, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Grinding True Crimes. You can also listen to us on your podcast streams. Just type in Podbean, Spotify, Anchors, iTunes, and Pandora. Also, for those listening to us outside of the U.S., continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Go to RedBubble.com. Type in Todd Fox 80 and there you can uh, purchase merchandise courtesy of Grinding True Crimes. Also, if you would like to leave a donation to uh, Better Our Cause and to help us uh, with our equipment and whatnot, you can leave it on Cash App. Just type in dollar sign, Grinding True Crimes. And as always, listener's discretion is advised. Okay. Sorry. with all that being said we're back so how's everybody doing today
1: <laughs> good
0: <laughs> yeah we're hanging in there uh it's a sunday morning we're gonna do a live here we got uh we're gonna talk some stories right now uh that we like or that we've heard uh recently uh that we're not you know obviously gonna do an episode on but we're bringing them up uh you know briefly and then we're gonna get your q and a's as far as for us and then as far as uh what are your favorite cases? Or We're going to talk about some of our favorite cases we've done so far. Because believe it or not, we've done 100 episodes already. So we're a, we're a, we're 100 episodes in. Uh, I think Maddie's last one was the 100th episode. So it's a time to reflect a little bit because we started uh, right when the pandemic started.
2: That's right. March 20. I think it was March 18, 2020 is when we first recorded our first episode somewhere, not, wrong. not
1: my 100th episode, but whatever. Exactly. <laughs>
2: G- Gabby D- Gab Gabb came in later, but uh I know you guys. Are- oh, Taylor's on. What up, Adam? He set oh, his alarm. He set his alarm. Oh man, that's love right there. It's me, Herbs, herbalist oh, yeah. oh, okay. Shout out to everyone who's joined in. sherry's in. She says, "Yay!" Uh in Hatachi 30 is there Raccoon 6? Stephen, Stephen, uh Lil Lil Lillian, it is Stephen. Yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got my glasses. Sorry, and um, uh, it's me, Herbs. Welcome, everybody. Can you guys hear us pretty good? There we go. There we go. Uh, sorry about the
1: sound.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it came on. All right. yeah. All right, so we're good. We're officially good. Let's start it. Well, let's start it. Before we uh before we get into the summaries and everything, I did want to talk briefly about a story that I came across um the other day. I don't know if you guys heard about this one, but um, it was a pretty sad it was a pretty sad case. Like all the cases we do, it's pretty sad. But this this one was really sad. Um there was a story about uh the victim, her name was Molly McLaurin. She was a 23-year-old student, and she had suffered from bulimia, which is a eating disorder and uh anxiety severe anxiety and she she you know she was kind of socially to herself because a lot of people you know kind of judged her or whatever or didn't understand her so she went on this dating app i'm quite sure you guys are familiar with tinder um, she went on Tinder to try to find someone who, you know, she can be compatible with.
0: By the way, you, you meet the best people on Tinder.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's Tinder, baby. And so, <laughs> what do you know about that? And don't worry about it. <laughs> and so anyways, she meets this guy whose name is Joseph Stint. I'm sorry, Joseph Stimson. And he is also suffering from a disorder. He's suffering from bipolar disorder. And same thing, socially not socially awkward, but just a lot of people didn't really associate with them because of their disorders. So what do they do? They meet. They uh, Well, they, they sign up. They like each other. They start dating. And that's when Molly realizes, yeah, there's something really wrong with this guy. They only dated for four months, and she broke it off. Part of the reason was because of his disorder. He was very controlling, very uh, jealous, very... He was just so signs that he was just real different. He started stalking her, all kind of stuff. Wouldn't leave her alone, That's texting great. her texting her 24-7. If she didn't answer, he would just be like, hey, where are you at? So she breaks, she breaks it off. So you would think maybe he would be like, oh, well, you know, on to the next, right? That didn't happen. It got worse. He just kept texting her, texting her, sorry, please come back. I want you, all this stuff. So she tells her parents, she tells her friends, she also tells the police. Police are involved and they tell this guy, Joshua, hey, man, you got to leave her alone. So they give her, a re- they put a restraining order on him. And we all know what restraining orders mean. You mean that powerful piece of paper
0: that's like an imaginary force field?
1: Like J-Lo said in enough, what do you do, throw it at them?
2: <laughs> all that is is a piece of paper. And clearly to Joshua, it didn't mean anything because he was supposed to stay some certain amount of yards away from her. But that didn't stop her. So on one particular day, um, I forgot the date. I can't think of it right now. But it was one day that uh, Molly was at the gym getting her workout on. It's early in the morning. It's about 10 o'clock in the morning. And guess who arrives? Joshua.
1: Of course.
2: Of course. What he was doing was kind of odd. He was just pacing himself back and forth just in front of her, just so that she can see who he, it's him. And she, of course, is pissed off. It's like, yo, what are you doing here? You know, why are you following me? She actually confronts him and tells him, hey, what the heck? You got a restraining order. Get away. And he's like, hey, everything's fine. Don't worry. I, I, I can work out of the gym, everything's normal. But unfortunately, not everything was normal. She calls her mom and she tells her, hey, Joshua's here. Joshua's here. She, mom tells her, go home immediately. Leave. Just go home. She texts her friend, hey, I'm worried, you know, he's here. They tell her too, you know, be careful, you know, go home. She was worried for her safety. Well, it was good reason it was for a reason why she was worried. Um, she eventually, a heed to their warnings, was going out the gym, walking to her car when Joshua walked behind her and got her into the car, and that's when he proceeded to stab her multiple times.
1: That's terrible.
2: Not just once, not just twice, not just three or four times, but he stabbed her 75 times. People, uh, witnesses tried to intervene. There was one witnesses who uh, um, was there. He tried to stop him. He said he slammed the door on his leg, but that didn't stop him. Um, he proceeded to stab her multiple times on her neck, face area, chest area, killing her on the spot.
1: Oh, no.
2: After he was done. That's hate. Yeah, yeah. After he was done, he walked away, realizing what he did. But I don't know. Maybe in his mind, he just thought, you know, he blacked out. Well, of course they arrested him. Um, It was obviously it was him. Uh, He was trial. uh, He was tried and not too long after he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder of his ex-girlfriend. He tried to call for insanity. Well, they tried to call him for insanity or, uh, you know, because of his mental disorder with his bipolar. But the judge ruled that out and was like, nah, you knew what you were doing. We ain't buying that. You're you're competent enough to realize where what's going on. We're throwing the book at you and he was uh, sentenced to life and without no possible b- parole.
1: I know a few people who are bipolar. And that's not a mental disorder that keeps you from knowing what you're doing, thinking things through. So that's a dumb excuse.
0: Plus the blackout concept, I think it's more along the lines of uh you know he he went there for a reason uh you know he didn't just say oh i happen to have a knife let me black out and murder her oh i'm good now that she's dead uh it's it's uh it was i did see the video on this like the uh, surveillance video and uh it's pretty i mean they they cut out a lot bro like like you're like you were saying um they caught the entire murder on, on film wow and uh and and what he was talking about the stalking of her Uh, That was that was messed up. Um, There should be better protection for women like that. I mean, there and and to me, I think uh, there should be a freaking app. You know, like you have apps for everything. There should be an emergency app that has you logged into the city or something. If if, because it's obvious if you grab your phone, you know what I mean. Like the perpetrator, this person's gonna be like, oh, you know, they're trying to call the cops and stuff. But if there's something where you could just like push it you know like like you're playing a game or something they don't know what you're doing and maybe you know the app can go through that you're in a danger spot you, this is your location and maybe a police officer can roll up um yeah young the poor lady uh, young woman lost her life in a horrific way and those people that were like matt was describing trying to help out i mean uh yeah they, uh, they saw
2: something very traumatic i mean what what can you do in that situation
1: you know what um I have a problem with one thing. What's that? I'm not blaming her for what happened. It's not her fault she had a stalker and he's some creep. The issue is, if you have a stalker, if you have a restraining order, and you're on your own, what are you doing walking out of a public place into a hidden area where he can do something to you? Call the cops while you're at the gym and everybody's Mm. around. That was, I'm not trying to insult her, but that was a terrible decision.
2: Yeah, I can see where he's saying that. I forgot to mention something here. He had a gym bag with him. And guess what was in his gym bag? The
1: knife. A bunch of other things, probably.
2: <laughs> it was uh, several knives that they found on him. But he also had a pickaxe in the gym bag. Good God. So he brought that inside the gym. So it might not have mattered if he was really set his sight on killing her it probably i'm not saying he would have done it in front of everybody at the gym who knows how many people were at the gym at the time it was early in the morning but it probably registered in his head that oh yeah i'm gonna kill this woman so he probably would have found a way to start the attack
1: where was the gym bag on him
2: it was next to him he had he had, it there. he had it in his hand and when you look at the CTv uh, camera he walked in with the bag in his hand so it's in the the bag is in the gym with him so he set his sights on killing her that day and he took he took advantage of the opportunity we want to get into some of these comments
0: well like Taylor says watch uh, what Taylor says right here is something that like we've done cases and there's going to be a couple future cases, at least I know of, that like he says, bipolar is not, you know, bipolar is something that the, uh, you know, is to do with depression and a uh, pity. He didn't kill himself. And sometimes with either bipolar or just depression, flat out, um, people become family annihilators or they, uh, you know, or, or just take out other people innocently Or take out innocent people when they should just be like, like you look, I don't advocate for suicide at all. I think there should be people reaching out when they have these issues and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But if if push comes to shove and and you have like that made up in your mind that the only way to fix things is to end things, why take out other people with you? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the worst thing that people can do. And for what? What's that going to get them? You know, you're ruining someone else's life that has nothing to do with your situation. And most times has been trying to help you get through your situation. Yeah. So I think that's the depressing part when it comes to that.
2: I totally agree with that one, man. Uh, and that was a sad case. You know, they both were young. I think he was 26 or 27 at the time. She was 23. Yeah. His life's over. yeah and, and his life is over as long as and her life is over as well. So, you know. And it sucks because for people with uh, disorders, whether, uh, you know, mental disorders, whatever it may be, you know, you do try to find, you know, someone to connect with because, you know, she was suffering from an eating disorder. She probably felt that she was ugly. She, she was, you know, her body was just not the body she wanted. You know, you you, you don't go out to the public and just beg for help. You kind of you kind of you know, shy away a little bit. And, you know, if someone is in the same, what's the word? Same threshold or same realm as where you are, then you kind of gravitate towards them or, you know, so it sucks for both of them. They could have went, they could have sought help from a professional, um, instead of trying to seek help from someone who, you know,
1: who also had issues, who
2: also had issues you know, and, it, and it's sad. It's sad for both of them, you know, but, uh, that was a brief uh, story of uh, Molly McLaurin. Um, you want to get into some of these comments? You want to read some of the comments? Yeah. Let's start off. Shout out Let's to everybody who's, the who's with, joined.
1: Um, we messed up. That's Claire. It's not Cherie.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Claire.
1: And <laughs> Taylor had mentioned, hey, people almost fell back to sleep, so I told him to wake up. <laughs> uh, hey, Stephen or Stefan. Allison is here. Uh, Loud and clear, me lovers. Good to hear you. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Thank you, Claire. Um, Yeah, so she corrected us, sent hugs. Raccoon6, hey, everybody. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And then Craveser said, nice to hearing hearing you live. Much love from Sweden.
2: Shout out to Sweden.
1: And then Raccoon uh, responded to your case, but some cops don't want to get hurt.
2: I mean, you take on that oath, you take on that badge, you know what's in, you know what's that story when you put on that uniform, you know. There's a chance you might not come home and you know, but you're right. Some people don't want to get hurt no matter what no matter what the uh job they do or or the oath they take. Some people just might not be cut for it.
1: Stephen said, shout out to Glasgow, Scotland.
2: Oh man, straight out from Scotland. What's going on? What time is it? Where you guys are at? You got? I know you guys are all part of the part of the globe here. So what part? What time is it where you at currently? I know for Adam, let's see. If it feels nine o'clock. It's two a.m. there, so it's probably like what time is it? Two forty-one in the morning, right from Australia? <laughs>
1: it's somewhere.
2: Over there. It's somewhere over there. Five forty p.m. in Scotland. It's Five forty p.m. in Scotland. All right. That's a good time. That's actually pretty decent. You know, we were actually thinking about doing. Are live around like two o'clock in the morning to compensate for our listeners that are that are out of the country here because I think you guys support us the most. Love, you know.
1: Yeah, Australia is having a hard time joining because it's what
2: two a.m. from what Adam told me. Mm -hmm. Um, Welcome Saturday night smoke. What's going on?
1: Who wants to
0: go next in the story?
1: I don't have one today. Oh you? Know one? you?
2: you got one, Todd? Well,
1: I got,
0: I got like a case that's like it's not finalized yet. It's it's sort of one like if if it is finalized, it's gonna be uh, first off a hell of a story number one, and number two, um, it's an active serial killer, right now. Active. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: tell me it's not near us.
0: <laughs> no, it's actually on the east coast uh, of the uh, United States. It's the um, uh he. It, He's gone by several different, um, monikers, but, uh, started out as the Craigslist killer. And then it's, uh, you know, now he's called the, um, what it called? Uh, ah, geez, uh, The Long Island serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, so
2: Stefan said it's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steph, yep. Stefan's in, um,
2: or right,
0: the Stephanie. Oh, I don't Yeah. It looks like Stephanie. Sorry. Yeah. Stephanie. Um, But yeah, this this case, uh, it started out where a they had gotten a uh, the police got a phone call uh, about a girl in distress. She sounded really really uh, panicked, and uh, she had went to uh, because it was back when Craigslist you can go on the personal ads Mm -hmm. and request someone to come over for either sex, massages, stuff like that. You could do that, yeah. And uh, so she came to the dude's house, and she was supposed to hang out with him and his friend. She got to the door and he says and claims that she freaked out and ran away. She makes the 911 call, the police are trying to locate her, they can't locate her. And right. so days go by, and the searches look, you know, they're looking for her, they can't find her. And uh, there is a uh, off-duty police officer in the vicinity that was just walking his dog and the dog started freaking out and found some remains on the oh. edge of the beach. So it's cuz it's like in the on the Long Island you have like like bushes and forest kind of area close to the, to the beach area. So they found some body parts and, um, so they went out there and then, you know, he called it in the guys were, and, and they thought that it was, it was the remains of the girl that was missing. It was a completely different body. Oh. And then, so when they were digging in that area, um, you know, cause I'm gonna sum this one up pretty quick. Um, because there's a lot to, there's a lot to get into it. Um, um, when they were looking on the beach, they found more remains. And then as they were digging, they found more remains. And basically they found the serial killer's killing field. They found up to 10 bodies, n- uh, nine women, uh, one male, who they think was a cross-dresser because of the clothes he was wearing. They found certain things that uh, they were was like buried like in potatoes with potato sack material and also they found a child.
2: Oh. Someone man.
0: had someone had a child with them and that person was murdered along with the child. So up to 11 bodies right there. They wound up, wound up finding the woman in deep in the woods that they originally were looking for later.
1: So they had no idea they were going to base something a, like yeah, that. Yeah, they found
0: a wow. killing fields FBI and this was like around 2010. And and so like everyone, you know, the, the police pushed for it, the FBI were there. They were getting taunting letters, you know, like those ones where they take newspaper clippings and stuff. And and it was they knew it was a killer because he knew only details that. Oh, they, yeah. So he's taunting the police, and the thing that's frustrated a lot of people is they don't have any DNA, like as far as, or at least that the police are uh, releasing, and that's like twelve years ago. So you think they would have came up with something? They would have had a, a profile. This case is twisted so many times there's strong suspicion of an inside job from the police, that it's an actual police officer that did the jobs or did the murders because there's a couple people that are suspected people that have opened their mouth and talked about the case saying that they know things have either disappeared or been murdered. Uh, it's it, yeah, it's, it's a real like crazy case. That's that, scary. And no one's no, it's they're no closer to solving it from day one. And there's more every time, like, months go by there's more questions than there are answers there's been podcasts that have tried to like investigate try to um have their own theories and it's just they're not getting anywhere on it there, so if you look up the long island serial killer like like if we were to do it it would be like there's no conclusion to it like it's all left open and and it's more of like what is your theory to what happened per se what's the truth we just don't know the truth, but there's, it's like a rabbit hole because even the two people that were originally got the, um, called the girl to come in, they've been suspected and they've been looked at thoroughly. And, but then they have other people that are related to them, like a neighbor, like they've been, because the way the body, some of them were disposed of surgically, it was done precise. So they're thinking it's a, it's a surgeon or, or a doctor, so so if it's not the cop angle, it's the doctor angle. And there's three or four doctors within that area that have been investigated, two of which are very shady, and their wives have thrown them under the bus. So you have so many suspects. Oh, my God. Yeah, it goes all different ways, dude. And then to top it off, years have gone by. And just like the the, um, the Golden State Killer, family members of the dead have gotten phone calls – or letters from the actual killer because they know specifics. It's not like someone saying, oh, I killed your sister and thinking it's a twisted prank. No, they'll tell them details and in in a descriptive voice. So that dude is out there, whoever he is.
1: Okay. So the case is still open or is he still doing this?
0: He, from what they know, he has not murdered again. They haven't found another body like that. They've searched up and down that beach. But the total, I think, was—I might be wrong—but it's—it's either ten or eleven total bodies. You
1: know the thing though, like if they found those already and it was put put out there, he could probably have changed it.
0: He could have, yeah, he could have. Um, but right now, that's all they they, they know the dude—the dude is still active, and they have no clue who he is.
2: Dang. Pretty scary. That is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty scary, man. That's that's definitely scary. Imagine, man, your your neighbor is a freaking serial killer, and you have no idea. Yeah, man. Real quick, like. let get into some of the... okay, Stefan. I'm sorry we uh, we we know now you're uh, Stefan, so sorry about that. Oh, man, I love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taylor, uh, Adam. Thank you for the love, man. He said, "Maddie's storytelling has improved so much since he started off." Great to see. Can't <laughs> shut him up now. Hey, yeah, I, I, I take that as a compliment, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. You know, um, uh, uh, Jerry is crying. Jerry is crying. So gutted. I'm late to the live. It's okay, Sherry. Uh, Raccoon said he might have changed his dumping ground. You know what? I didn't think of that. He might have. Yeah.
0: And and here's the thing too, like um, he didn't, because uh, it's like mounds, it's uh, or hills, hilly area of, of the beach area. So it's, the hills go up about three, four, maybe six feet. Um, he didn't bury him too deep. So if the dog, you know, was walking by and mm. just started digging real quick and found him. But but those bodies had been there for a year or two and he'd been adding up because why
1: didn't nobody see that?
0: I have no idea. And it was in one specific area. Like if you if you Google it, the aerial pictures, it's sorta of like someone dug a trench like for warfare and was just dropping bodies in there so um like how they did in world war ii you know like they disposed of the the, the jews and other bodies yeah they just dr- dr- dug a dr- trench and threw them in there and uh so he did what he did surgically or whatever and then wrapped them up threw them in there and uh yeah they had he, he could have changed his dumping grounds because unfortunately like we were talking about last time there's uh up, upwards to six or seven that they believe active serial killers in the chicago area alone because the police is so bad and they have so many cases uh so there's uh unfortunately like you think oh you know the police are on top of things like that they can handle things like that but some of these cases and these people are twisted and think out their crimes so thoroughly you know they just can't get get around to getting them uh, Steven's taking credit. He said, "Hey, I've got a cellar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's he lowers a bucket and says, puts the lotion on the on the. How's that one go?
2: Uh,
0: uh, the lotion on the. Puts a lotion on that on the self or something like that. It's from that movie uh, Hannibal, right? Oh, you
2: yeah. know what? I didn't did see that one. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did Sherry say? Sherry, oh, no, she's giving us like, love. She's giving us. Thank you, Sherry, for showing love. We appreciate it. Hey, Sherry, it's a good thing you
1: came late, kind of, because we started the show and our sound was not working and we had to end it and it took forever to figure it out. And out of nowhere, it just started working. So, so you're
2: actually on time. (laughs) It's put the lotion in the basket. Thank you. I'm so gutted. I'm so gutted. I'll listen back. (laughs) Um, Real quick, uh, for you guys that are joining in, shout out to everyone who's listening. Um, what was some of the cases that you heard from us or even that you've heard of that um, you want to talk about? Because I know we've done about, what What did you 100? say, how many? 100, 100 cases? Or what's your favorite case? Yeah, what's your favorite case that we've done?
1: Or the one that has the most impact on you. For example, while you guys get to answering, mine was the last one.
2: Oh, Joseph. Which
1: people already know that did make me cry. That pissed me off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Her reaction was actually like legit, and um, that yeah, that case was really bad. It was really bad. The <laughs> oh, the self was... <laughs> <laughs> Sherry said I liked your cover on Albert Fish, and Claire said the self-eating penis man.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> Mar- Marvin uh, we, uh, we, Mies or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yeah, how do you come up with that? It's like it's like you know what? Uh, I'm looking for some exotic dinner this week. Uh, I'm going to have my friend over and uh, we're gonna, we're going to eat his penis. You know what I mean? Like
1: people that are actually willing to do that. I don't understand it. That's that's got to be so painful. Yeah.
2: Didn't Dahmer do that? Too?
0: Uh Yeah, he, Dahmer was just yeah, like he
1: Yeah, he saved their parts. He <laughs> and yeah, he cooked some parts and he ate them but it was mostly like he would save them because of his obsession with their their perfect bodies
2: that man was sick man
1: yeah. there's a lot of them out there
2: listen here i've had a Wang all my life <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing That's appealing so. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what <laughs> nowadays <laughs> there's nothing appealing that will make me want to eat a Wang. at all i'm sorry <laughs> Well, I mean, they, they do have those
0: exotic ones, like where they say, you know, tiger penis helps you out, you know, stuff like that. It's like, I don't, I don't care if that helps. I mean, eating a penis to help my libido is not really like, uh, productive to me.
1: Oh dear. Um, but,
0: but, uh, I just, oh, what happened?
1: I know. Cause Claire's puking. Uh, <laughs> raccoon said, Jeffrey only like choice cuts. That's true. That's says stir fried.
0: Ooh. And, and here's the thing too. I mean, uh. You know if you guys can stomach it guys and gals can stomach it the crime scene photos for most of these cases are on the internet obviously Mm -hmm. and uh i remember like i had stayed away from looking at jeffrey dahmer until she did the case and she went so thorough i'm like you know what let me check out some of these pictures and let's just say i'm not glad i did but some of those were oh my god dude like like just,
1: i couldn't believe the photos were out there yeah yeah
0: they had they had really and to me i'd be like if i was a family member i would try to everything i oh, could yeah. to block that yeah um but <sighs> dude i mean the devastation that he did i mean you you as good as gabby described it in those cases it's still the pictures don't do it justice
1: no. i was like holy crap i when you see the heads lined up on the shelf yeah I, it's sad. It's sad that they actually show the actual people that were murdered. Or the open
2: rib
0: cage.
1: Mm-hmm. Or the penises in the fridge. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell who it belonged to, but that, it's gross.
2: Yeah, it was pretty bad. I still got those images in my head. Unfortunately. Yeah, like, they stay with you. The, yeah, they do.
0: And the and the Fritzel case got me too because it's like you're gonna torture someone for that long. I mean that's multiple lifetimes of being tortured and and just abused and it's like how like I think the the ending of the story was it was nice to know that she's moved on but you know spoiler alert but just just the fact that how can you I mean how can you like recover from that I mean there's so many times you, you feel like you've been kicked or stabbed and, and, and you should be done with mentally, if anything. I mean, you should be in a home, you know, just drooling your life way. I would. I mean, that woman's determination to move forward and to live her life is, I think, is one that also, like, I think one of the only reason why Gabby got so emotional and then I did too. I was so mad because it was like, dude, like, how in the world could that, could she have the power and the strength yeah. to move on?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then and, and I like the fact that the the country of Austria is actually protecting her and you know basically confining her in her own, in her family. I know why you're laughing, Todd. <laughs> yeah. You guys in these comments, man, keep them coming. <laughs>
1: Okay, look. Not everything fried is good, okay? <laughs> raccoon said, most people don't know what is in processed food, but I have some knowledge. Uh-oh. Raccoon, now you have to share. Now you okay? have to share, Raccoon. To
2: what is in this processed food you're talking about, Raccoon? Please share. The
1: reset of fried penis is probably healthier yeah. than the processed food we <laughs> do eat.
2: And hey, hey, you know what? I will never
0: know. <laughs>
1: Definitely agreed with
0: that. Have you guys seen any kind of YouTube videos on how they make a hot dog? I would believe a penis has made it in there a few times. You
1: know what? I have seen them. And tell me why I I I don't stop eating them. I I, can't. I tried for a while and it didn't work.
2: Those hot dogs, man. God dang it. It it looks gross. That's why you worked at a slaughterhouse. Raccoon worked. I worked at a slaughterhouse once upon a time. Oh, snap. Okay.
0: That's
1: why.
2: Ugh. Didn't your dad? Your I'll, dad wasn't long. I go lot.
1: plant-based. My dad was a butcher. A butcher. Yeah. See, but that was, it didn't include crap. It wasn't processed meat. It was fresh. He cut the meat and sold it fresh.
2: Yep, yep. <laughs> Adam said, uh, thank you, uh, Sherry, for sending the gift. We appreciate it. Adam said, I ended up watching Todd's recommendation for a movie based on the country, Hick, who stole his nephew and made him he made him kill. They had a chicken coop out uh-huh. back. Very sad movie had Angelina Jolie in it, yep. if I remember Changeling. properly.
1: Changeling tells the story of the chicken coop.
0: Yeah, that actually had um, two stories in one because you had Angelina's son, say, so focused on her and everything she went through and being a woman in that time in the 20s. Mm-hmm. And then you had the wine coop uh, murders, which was touched on. But if you really want to hear the depravity of that or, or the, the story of that by itself, the chicken coop, uh, I suggest read a book called um, what is it? Uh, something out of hell. What was that book? I re- it was um,
1: straight out of hell or something like that.
0: Yeah, um, well, it's it's told by the nephew in the movie. I
1: Haven't oh, read yet. it.
0: Yeah, it's a good read. I wrote
1: it down when you told us about it. I haven't read it.
0: I think it's Road out of hell or something like that, where he's um it it's the, it's the the nephew that actually participated in the murders because the uncle had forced him. And it, it, it's just a crazy story. And then, two the torture that he went through and then how he uh, regains his, his mental status and, and becomes a, a functioning uh, so, uh, uh, human being in society and raises a family, which the thing I'll take out of it, too, is when he decided he's like, I'm not going to have kids of my own because I don't want to pass those bad murderous genes along. So he adopted kids so i mean it's a crazy crazy story it's a great book
1: it's amazing like the amazing person he became mm-hmm. regardless of everything that he went through
2: mm-hmm. yeah it just shows the the character that he has you know it's a strong strong man
1: i'm looking for the title because i wrote it down
2: stefan said who is the king of serial killers you all who is the king of serial killers i would say mm-hmm. probably the golden state killer would you? Would you agree?
1: Not to me. Really? No. Uh,
0: he's he's up there. I think he's top five, maybe, um, because of just the way he did things. Um, and I still think there's cases out there that he hasn't copped to. He's copped to everything that they found, but there's there's so many unsolved cases that kind of match his depravity. Um, but. I think there's a lot of murders out there. I mean, there's some that are in different countries, like that one. I, I I'm blanking on his name. It was the Indian dude. Um, he murdered up to 200 kids. You know, they put him to death. But um, there's some that in different countries. I think I think in, in di- you can probably pick a good top three for every country at least. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say because some 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 people fall in love with the ones that like not fall in love but just get stuck on the ones like uh, the zodiac because he's mm-hmm. so mysterious yeah uh he didn't really have the numbers or like of, of kills but just the way he did things so I think it I think when you rank serial killers it's not the body count it because like I don't even know that Indian dude's name I think it's just the, the like how they did things how they went about it how they got away with it for so long um can also you know change things so that's how that's my viewpoints on that, yeah, yes, Jack, and Jack the Ripper, Jack yeah, the Ripper, infamous.
2: Yeah. Um, getting into comments real quick. Raccoon said, "What's in sausage? Everything but the squeal." Oh. <laughs> I still love sausage. Uh, <laughs> pause. Uh, Stefan said, "King." I I mean the original. It went as far as a uh, king of serial uh, killers. Uh, Adam said, "Stalin, maybe."
0: <laughs> what? Stalin. 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 I'm sorry.
2: <coughs> well, sorry about that. That was well.
0: Well, yeah. As far as mass murdering, like I think Stalin wound up killing more than Hitler, from what they say. The just because his own people. Um, I,
2: I mean, would you consider Hitler a serial killer, mass, even though he didn't, murder. or Absolutely. a mass murderer? Yeah. I know he had a hand of it, a hand in it. He was the the shot caller, of, of course, but he didn't actually. Do the killing, you get what I'm saying? So would you put him up there? I know. Exactly. What I'm trying to say is, yes, you will put him up there as one of the top, uh, one of the worst mass murderers. Of course, he he ordered them, but he didn't actually do the killing, not yeah, to our matter. knowledge.
1: That doesn't matter.
2: I, I think figuratively
0: he has the blood on his hands, but like physically, no. Um, I, I, th- I think he's yeah responsible. You can you can even go to Saddam Hussein. He I mean, they executed people for fun. Uh, I mean, when it it gets into warfare or like uh, dictators, I mean, just they don't compare to an average human being or an average person um, that will go along a murder spree that lives in your neighborhood. You know, it's not the same thing. I think it's more like war crimes and stuff because you can look at it today. What's happening up in Russia? I mean, how many hundreds of thousands, Mm -hmm. if not more, Putin is responsible for So um, only history can tell those type of stories. But when we talk murders, it's usually like your everyday ordinary baker down the street that's just hacking up people and serving you, you know, so it could be stuff like that. What's in that? What's in that
2: donut?
1: Cravester said Jack the Ripper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: a famous unsolved case.
1: Stefan said the original serial killer in the year 1888.
2: Oh, he was the original.
1: Raccoon, I am now a trapper, and some things that are on and in the animals is bought and sold. What to make soap, natural food enhancers, and additives for perfumes. Yes, oh, I've wow. heard about that. Using animal fat.
2: That's crazy. I didn't. Wow, interesting. Uh, Raccoon.
1: Stefan said, "You got it, Jack the Ripper."
2: So Racer you said, "Con."
1: Spelling the Mongolian Empire. Oh, Kangas Khan. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 You'll put them up there. You will put them up there. I know I remember uh, <laughs> I Kangaskhan Khan. History is written by the Victor. History is written by the Victor, drunk or sober. Yaha.
1: Is it Yaha or Yiha?
2: Yiha. Yiha. yeehaw Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Put, okay. Yeah. Hey, um, quick question for you guys listening in. What are some of the questions you got for us? Yes. We can answer some of the questions you have for us. So ask away. We're opening up the floor for you guys. Get you to
1: know us. Get to know
2: us a little bit. Um, Hey, Steph has entered the live studio.
1: What are your day
2: jobs? Sherry That's said, from Cherie. Cherie Sherry said, Cherie, Sherry, Sherry or Cherie? Well, Cherie said, what are your day jobs?
1: Let's start with Todd. Oh, we, uh... <laughs>
2: trying to get paid uh <laughs> if anyone's hiring
0: out there nah i'm a truck driver with a boss who's an a-hole so yeah you might
2: be listening Todd.
0: i don't care it's like what can he do he still owes me money
2: well he is <laughs> yeah exactly
0: and uh matt
2: so i am a soup maintenance supervisor for the los angeles unified school district so. oh you
1: sound so fancy
2: well, no, it's not a fancy job. It is not. <laughs> it's not.
1: I'm just saying how you mentioned it. I'm like, that sounds so fancy. Well, I
2: mean, you know, it's it's okay. I work with, uh, I work at a school, uh, one particular school. I supervise the uh, the custodial there, and I am in charge of all the maintenance that goes on at the school and making sure that the kids are safe at a facility that is stable for them to learn. So that um. is my job.
1: And I was a caregiver for the elderly, which I have quit that job. It is so stressful. It is. And I am now a full-time mom. Yep. I am married to Matty Matt, for those of you that don't know. That is my hubby. So now he's taking care of me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and good thing I'm also probably getting the promotions because, uh, yeah, that would be great.
1: <laughs> um, How long have you? It's Sherry. Okay, it's it sounds Sherry. like Sherry. Sherry! How long have you worked in in the school?
2: Um, I have worked since the... Uh, I started training in 2007. I got my first job in 2008. So, how many years is that? 14 years? A long time. Yeah, 14 years, so 2008. Sherry
1: said, why was Gabby not brought in before the other host? You know what,
2: Sherry? <laughs>
1: Stop being disrespectful, okay?
2: <laughs> Don, I'll let Todd answer that. Well.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have too much to input. And then she seemed to know what she was talking about. Cause she did more than just agree
1: with Matt. <laughs> what he
2: said. You two are so disrespectful. And you know it. <laughs> what, hey, Sherry, why do you ask that question? What, what is your reason? Uh, Stefan says, what sport are you all into? These
1: fools are Angels fans. That's baseball. I am their rival. I'm a Dodgers fan. And although Matt has tried to switch me to the other side, I am not going to.
2: It's not happening. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> for me personally, I'm into all sports. I like uh, soccer or as you guys, uh, some people call it football. Um, I'm into basketball, of course. I'm a Lakers fan. I like hockey. I'm a L.A. Kings fan. Um, baseball, of course, I'm an Angels fan. That's the only
1: team we have in common. <laughs> yeah. Team.
2: Yeah. As for soccer, I like LA Galaxy, but internationally, I'm cool with AC Milan, and I'm also I also like uh, Brazil. I don't root for US. I wish we win, but we're not winning anything. Yeah.
0: What about you, Todd? Uh, I just I, I'm not much into soccer unless it's World Cup. But for the most part, I'm like I'm football, NFL football, um, baseball, and basketball. Love playing the sports. Haven't played too much lately because just life in general has been, you know, crazy. But um, major teams. Oh, it's Seahawks fan, Angels fan. Uh, Don't have a basketball team. uh, Bucks. Don't have a basketball (laughs) team. And and I watch hockey. I'll be a Ducks fan or whatever. But mostly local or the West Coast teams. Um, Yeah, that's basically it on that. Um, One one thing I will say though, real quick. uh, love the love on the voices. I would love to do more uh because I can uh <laughs> I could do some voices that might might offend some people that wouldn't offend people like five years ago so uh i'm I'm still debating whether to do those or not because I love talking like a hillbilly and I think that um we get a lot of good response when uh, we're talking about the police you know the Johnsons yeah the Johnsons and when Dr. Phil chimes
2: in. <laughs> You actually sound like Dr. Phil, like no cap, like for. (laughs) And by the way, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan in football. Thank you. Uh, Sherry liked the show. Sherry's crying.
1: I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan.
2: Sherry said, How did you all meet? Okay. I kind of met Todd and Gabby around the same time. I met Todd the year 2017 or 2017, whatever. Um, We went to an Angels game, believe it or not. Uh, we had a mutual friend. Uh, notice I said had. Uh, we had a mutual friend at the time, um, and he invited me to meet uh, with a group of uh, guys and girls to an Angels game. We're all Angels fans, and that's when I met Todd, along with his, uh, uh, his, uh, how, how, would, how would we describe it? His nightmare. His, his nightmare. Yeah, yeah, we can say that.
0: The anchor that was, the anchor that was slowly dragging me to the bottom of the ocean. She's thankfully gone, but uh, she still lives in memory.
2: It. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I used to talk. Drinking is not a problem. It's a lifestyle. You know what, Tom? <laughs> You're so disrespectful. What if she hears you, man?
0: <laughs> she was like, hey, she, if anyone's familiar with Sesame Street, like oh. she was uh, she was like the count when it came to alcohol. Because oh. <laughs> then she'd be like, one beer, ha, ha, ha. two beers, ha, ha, ha. three beers,
2: I'm feeling it now.
1: (laughs) I didn't meet Todd until after when I started dating Matt. And I met Matt at a singles party, shockingly. (laughs) A Hawaiian singles party in which I had no intention to meet anybody. I went because I had been divorced for about two, almost three years. And my friend kept insisting that she wanted to go. So I just went to have a good time and meet some new friends. And that's where I met Matt. Nothing happened because I had a friend with me who, as people say, was cock blocking Matt. <laughs> <That> <laughs> and he so he thought I was in a relationship with the other dude. And what was, how long did it take? Like a month or so that we started actually chatting on Instagram?
2: Uh, Probably like two months or three months.
1: And then... Because
2: then we went to another beach party.
1: Yeah. Then we got to talking and then... The rest is history. The guy makes me laugh.
2: Well, I am kind of funny. Uh, Raccoon said, what other job skills do you have?
1: You guys want to know a shocking one for me? What's that? Okay, I'm a caregiver for elderly, right? That's like, oh, that's so tender. I was actually trained originally for locksmithing.
2: Oh, yeah, with your brother. Yeah.
1: Okay. I used to go with my friends. All of our friends had uh, locksmith companies. And then my brother taught me and then my friends taught me so I was the only girl going out there with them. Wow.
2: And you're an artist?
1: I I draw. I'm not fantastic, but I enjoy it.
2: Yeah. Um job skills other than what I do? Um man, hard to think. I I don't know.
0: Well, you've been at it for so long,
2: right? Yeah, I've been at, you know, I can what fix things, you know, I'm a handyman whatever in a certain area in certain areas of the field. Uh, I did plastering with uh, my I guess you can say my uh, second dad. He was like a father figure to me. Uh, we did construction. construction. Yeah, we was in construction. It was it was crazy. Um, one time when I was what, 21? I might have been 20. Uh, we actually worked on the house of Angela Bassett. The actor, mm-hmm. that actress. And her husband, who was an actor uh, for the soap opera I think it was Days of My Life or Days of mm-hmm. Our Lives whatever. And <laughs> Funny thing is, I was on the ladder. We were changing the lights, and I was uh, fixing her lights, uh, structures, and all that stuff. And I was on a—I would say—a twelve-foot ladder.
1: I'm glad you added structures to
2: that. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was changing her light, and I'm on a twelve-foot ladder. And I was the youngest at the time, with working with all these dudes. And um, man, I fell mm. from the twelve-foot ladder. I went all the way down. Boom. Oh.
1: That's
2: and, probably why you got back issues. Uh, No, probably. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I was young. Now. I was like 20. And I jumped right up. And I like, I was, you know, I, you didn't want to be embarrassed and be like, oh, yeah, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. So, you know, everybody was like, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I go outside. I'm, uh, I forgot what I was doing. I think I was cleaning the tools that we had. Angela Bassett comes up to me. It's like, you're pretty young. And I was just like, well, yeah. And she's like. I forgot what she said. She said something stupid. And she started laughing. And I started laughing. And then uh, the, the, her husband came down and was like, uh, I heard you fail, man. Are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And, you know, don't worry about it. And uh, they were like, Okay, good. Because we, were, we weren't going to pay you for anything if you. <laughs> I was like, That's jacked up, man. Wow. <laughs> he was playing around with it, but he was real cool. But yeah, that was one highlight that I did. With him. So I guess that's the, the skill set I have. You know, I. Can be somewhat of a handyman, you know, stripping floor, waxing, um, um, buffing the floors, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, what about you, Todd?
0: Uh, mostly like construction. When a lot of carpentry I've done in the past. Um, a lot, of, a lot of truck driving. Um, like I did direct TV, and I. Funny you brought that up because that's why we get along so much. When I met Matt, it was just like an instant connection. Instant. It's like we knew each other for years. We had this, we grew up the same area. The
1: bromance um, started automatically. It, hey, hey, hey. it did.
0: It, the bromance <laughs> did, but I almost, but I almost uh, got uh, killed myself because uh, of stupid thing that I did. We were working in uh, Laguna Beach for Directv, and uh, I tried to put the ladder because the homes are like three stories high. I tried to put the ladder in the other chick's yard so I can have it on a safe, you know, trajectory going up. And she didn't want me to put the ladder. And I'm like, I have to run the line down. And she kept refusing. So stupid me, I put it going straight up, like Ooh. no lean towards the house. And I'm holding on to the gutter with one hand and then climbing up the st- st- uh, ladder with the other. And then uh, <laughs> like a stupid cartoon, you know, how Wiley e. Coyote is like on the cliff and he puts like, help me sign up. And then because like he gets, you know, he forgets he's walking there. <laughs> As soon as he realizes he's over the cliff and, you know, nothing underneath him, he falls. Well, that's how I was because someone had made a noise or was some sort of like explosion in the street. It caught my eye when I'm almost three stories up off the ladder. And uh, I let go of the gutter. And that's the only thing. I swear to God, it was suspended for like a half second. And then I freaking fall. And as I'm falling, I turn my body in midair because I can't grab anything. Undo my 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 uh, safety belt. Don't ask me why I did. And then as I'm falling to the ground, the gas meters right there with a pipe. Oh pipette. no! I landed on square on my feet, and I my hands hit the floor, and my face came with an inch of face planting into a gas meter. Oh. I would have disfigured the crap out of what kind of face I have right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously. Hey, that's if I would have survived because I mean, I, that's a metal gas meter and with pipes and everything, and I barely caught. And, and my legs, like, they hurt, but it wasn't nothing. Like I broke. Like I went, I went to the hospital just to get checked out, and they're like, "Man, like, you put a lot of pressure on your legs. Like it was like a concussion for your legs, because it was hard to walk for a couple of days after that falling almost Dang. three stories." Dang. But, yeah, I mean, that was. I'm a, shocked
1: you didn't break any bones. Yeah, me neither, man.
0: And, again, like Maddie said, he was younger, I was younger. I was 24 at the time. So, yeah, that, that does play a part into
2: it. Age does factor in falling. Getting sure. back
1: uh, to the comments, Stefan said rugby and boxing for him. Who
2: is your favorite fighter? Who is your current fa- favorite fighter, Stefan? And who is your favorite fighter of all time?
1: And Cherie said, Todd, you need to get a TikTok account and post a load of impressions. I agree. I don't know what you've been waiting for. <laughs> Stefan says, Scottish for the Dennis Nelson episode.
0: Yes. Dennis Nelson? I, that's that's coming. That's an episode.
1: So. Taylor, you do a great Dr. Phil, Todd. <laughs> Welcome, Lady Ray. <laughs> Cherie said, Gabby, you'd make a great prison officer. You know what, yeah, Cherie? Yeah. When I lived up the hill, which is in Victorville, out here in the IE area, I mean, you probably wouldn't know it but <laughs> it's a hill it's a desert they have a prison up there and when they had openings for um what do they call them
0: the correctional yeah, yeah
1: when they had openings i wanted to apply so bad i was married to my ex-husband at that time he was like hell no
2: uh-huh.
1: i'm short okay i'm five three and they're like anybody that gets out <laughs> Yeah, she's tiny. That's it. You're done. Yeah. So that's why I didn't do that. But yes, it did. caught It caught my eye, definitely. Mm. Raccoon said, "In the last forty five years, I have many.
2: Uh oh, many stories. Okay."
1: Claire said, or "If jobs. you could interview one serial killer, live or dead, who would it be?" Let's start with Todd because he has he has one.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I already be, know who you.
0: Were. I, I look. I got obsessed with true crime. Like I was already into true crime before, but when the Golden State Killer saga started and they started to actually investigate and things were moving, like in 2015 around there, um, I got obsessed with that case before it was solved. And I would just—I don't know what I'd give for for five minutes alone with him. But he'd have to answer my questions, so it wouldn't be one of those things where I'm wasting my time yeah. asking him questions. He's like, "I don't want to say anything." No, Dick. You're going to tell me everything I, I, I want to hear i want to hear some because there's so many things that like like what you know there's just from the simple why to like how did you get away with it this long how did you hide it from this does your wife know all these things i want to know that that they're unanswered and i would sit there and just be like i you know uh was geeking out in a way yeah. that that would be the one guy i'd like to talk to
2: me personally um with uh jeffrey dahmer I just want to know, man, like, what made you, first of all, what made you target a particular race? And what made you save the body parts and come back for it later and eat them?
0: Don't ask him what seasoning
2: he is. Like, come on, man. Like, come <laughs> on, dude. I, I really want to know, like, what, dude, what happened? What, what what happened at your young age? What were you going through? You know, why? Why would you do something like that? That's who I want to
1: I have the same one. It would be Jeffrey Dahmer because I just I was very interested in that case, not because I cheer him on. No, he did horrible things, but it's just one of those, you know, where it catches you like Todd with the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. But I have to say in all honesty, there's no way I could interview any serial killer because being there in that room would make me want to castrate them and kill them. Off and with so it, it just it wouldn't work.
2: All I think ways. I would
1: end up stressing myself out more. Yeah. Especially if I couldn't get answers from them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel you. Feel Stefan
1: you know. said, how old are you all apart from Gabby? Because you're a yeah. lady. <laughs>
2: respect, <laughs> Stefan. That's much respect. She's 21. Remember? Yeah, she's 21.
1: <laughs> I'm young.
2: Uh, I'll start off. Um, what? Just a few days ago, June 21st, I turned 34.
1: But I traded ages with him because I said, that's not fair. I'm older than him.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're not supposed to give that away. Remember, you're 21.
1: It's 21. okay. I don't mind. I'm a lady, but I don't care about sharing my age. I'm 35.
0: Oh, okay, 35. I'm not particularly a lady, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm 41. I, I mean, I had my first grandkid, which is still unbelievable to this day. Like, like I just, I, I'm still trying to grasp it. Because holding her is beautiful. But it's like it's like, whoa, this is like this is an extension of me, man. Like I'm supposed to be feeling this when I'm in my fifties or sixties, maybe. And I'm forty-one. Like, dude, none of my friends are a grandpa. I'm the only one. Like, come on. Hey, grandpa. Shut up, dude. They're all telling me, hey man, have you ever had an Epsom salts bat? No!
1: <laughs> you didn't get there yet. And now
2: Pops is a great grandpa. Yeah.
1: Cherie send us love again. Thank, Thank you, Cherie. you. Seek joined, welcome. Stefan said Marvin Hagler and the best now, Josh Taylor, because he's Scottish.
2: Okay. Isn't Josh Taylor also a singer?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, uh, a country singer. Don't ask me high enough, please. <laughs> um Marvin Hagler, definitely, uh, I could I could I feel you on that one. Marvin had some hands back in the day. I like Sugar Ray Leonard. Growing well not growing up, but you know, going back on some of the videos. But me personally who I liked watching Mike Tyson.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Mike Tyson, man. It dude was just on another You know what he wasn't biting ears, he was he was a beast.
1: When I growing up I never liked him. And then my sister insisted I watch that uh his video when he was on live, that stand up Mm. thing. Wow, I was in shock to find out what his life was about. Mm So, my respects to him. Sorry, I didn't like you before.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you hear this, and plus how he was taking advantage of Don King. I mean, he lost out on hundreds of millions of dollars. Don King and is a the freaking... wife,
1: come on. Yeah.
2: yeah. Don King is a freaking rat.
1: Cherie said, I'm even smaller than you, Gabby. I wanted to, <laughs> she's crying. I wanted to be a prison officer me, but they could just
2: flick me away.
1: <laughs> how tall are you, Cherie?
2: Get out of here. <laughs>
1: raccoon stick said i would like to talk with the clown serial killer oh the one from chicago what's his name um, mm.
2: oh that dude yeah. the tall du- tall, uh and he lured his uh victim in the basement
0: did we do Victims. that one
2: yeah, yeah we did todd did that one
1: yeah he um he killed like 30 or almost 30 uh young men dang what's that guy's
2: name it. Drawing steph a blank.
1: joined welcome steph craveser said mick oh mike, mike tyson. tyson he gave grown
2: he has grown on me.
1: He has grown on me. Didn't like him when he was in his prime, just for his attitude outside the ring. But the last fifteen to twenty years, he has evolved somehow, and is he still got it? What's your thought about him fighting Paul? John
2: Wayne Gacy. Jake Paul. John Wayne. John Wayne Gacy is the uh, the serial clown killer. Um. First of all, Jake Paul. I I can't respect the man. I can't. I. He's he's picked up some some excellent fighting skill. I am not going to knock him, but I just feel like all this stuff is staged, man. All these fights that he's winning, I I just feel it's staged. Yeah,
0: boxing's not the same as it was anymore. Uh, There's always been cheating in it, and uh, the numbers don't lie. I mean, like, you can't really tell. I mean, you have biased, uh, what do you call it, judges all the time, so... Yeah, I, I kind of like dipped out of boxing myself when it came around to uh, what's his name, to the um that's like undefeated.
2: Oh, uh, Floyd Mayweather.
0: Mayweather, yeah, because was his defensive style, I, I'm I was more into like the 80s and early 90s when boxers actually threw punches, you know, and then actually landed them.
2: Yeah, you know, Kletchko, I, I got respect for uh, Kletchko, all the Klitschko brothers. They 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 actually boxed. Yeah, they. I don't I, know
1: anything about boxing, so yeah. I'm not gonna pitch. <laughs> By the way, real quick
0: on the Klitschko brothers, they're actually fighting,
2: fighting.
0: in yep. in Russia right now. Yep. They're, one's the mayor of uh, one of the Russian towns where they had the atrocities. They're actually on the front lines fighting for Ukraine right oh, now. So props to those guys for yeah. sure. Yeah, they
2: <sighs> Lennox Lewis was pretty good, too. Lennox Lewis was pretty good. Uh, I, I just like fighters. What's that big dude right now? Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Bronner? I can't I think of I can't think of his name right now, but yeah, I don't know. He's weird to me. Sherry, she says, I like to tell people I'm four foot eleven, but I'm actually four foot nine. Damn! That's wow, short. That's short.
1: You're so little.
2: No, we're not disrespectful. I have
1: a friend who's four eleven and she's little. Yeah, who? Susie.
2: Oh yeah, she is short. Yeah, that's right. She is tiny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> real quick. You know what one of my terrible come
0: on lines was one time, and it worked. What was it? Because the girl was short. I'm all just out of nowhere. I was like, you know, just to let you know, I, I dig short girls. And then I thought it was the most like worst pickup line. Pick line because it was more of a statement. It wasn't even original.
1: <laughs> and, Yet it got you a girl. Yeah. And, and then she,
0: she walked away <laughs> after I gave her my number and it didn't go like I didn't get any response. And and then I'm like, oh, this this sucks. I totally blew. It. I, and then my friend's like, really? You dig short girls? I'm like, shut up. And then like the next day, my phone blows up. I'm like, oh, it did work.
2: <laughs> Never Because how, how, to- <laughs> how tall are you, Todd? How tall are you, Todd?
0: I'm six three.
2: So Todd is a freaking monster. <laughs> yeah, you guys should
1: see him with, with his girl. Yeah, she looks tiny. And I and
2: I'm not no short short guy myself. I'm five foot ten. You know, a little above average. You know, with shoes, I could be six feet. But yeah. down. He really
1: badly wants to be over six feet.
2: Oh man, <laughs> because the doctor lied to me, man. I was five foot six in elementary, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, at this rate, you'll be six foot four. I I can see it. I only grew four more inches since elementary, man. He met with heels on. You know what? Stop being <laughs> disrespectful. I
1: stopped growing in elementary. You don't. You can't. No, I don't pity you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well.
1: Stefan says, Sugar never beat the marvelous one. We will have a pot on it if you want.
2: Oh, that'll be dope. Yeah. Uh, so what's the pot? Uh, what's the pot?
1: Boxing.
2: Evaders, hey, the real deal. Is that the one? Real deal, holy shit. Uh, Evaders.
1: <laughs> Harry so. said, I was with someone who was six foot two. It just looked like I was with my dad.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh man. Dang. Wow. Do so short like girls.
1: your height, Todd?
2: Yeah, yeah about 60. Do with short girls nine. really. Really dig tall guys?
1: Short girls like oh, tall yeah. guys. Can she get on roller coasters?
2: That's my one. That's stacked <laughs> up, man. <laughs> Does sorry. she need the booster seat? <laughs> oh. uh, you, you know, know what? what? My niece is going to hate no, you guys no, now. No, seriously. My niece <laughs> is probably shorter, shorter as her. Yeah. My know. niece is 18 years old. She's, She's little... probably like four nine as well as uh, Sherry. So I understand. I tease her all the time, too.
1: Well, on your question. I had one boyfriend who was like my height, oh, probably only an inch taller than me at most. Why I don't know. I have never ever liked short men, but I guess it's just who the guy was, mm. you know. But I've always liked tall guys. I have never, besides that one, never dated short guys. Well,
0: here I got, I got one for that too, because like you know how like yeah, I found a girl in high school where. She was I was 63, she was 65. Oh dang. And she was she was a basketball player. and I thought, "Oh man, she's I and mean, she was pretty. She was pretty pretty face and everything." And uh all it took like like my friends like, you know, you know how it is when you get peer pressure. And they were like, "Oh, is she going to she going to carry you through the door to the bedroom." <laughs> I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> and then they're like, uh, you know, if you if you need a boost, she can pick you up, you know, like you know, wow. and it, and like there's all these kind of things. And then what did it for me though? I was able to get through all that. I'm like, oh, she's cool. Shut up, you know. Like, and they're like, well, do you need to wear platform shoes to get to her height? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and what did it for me though was we were playing basketball, and of course, you know, she's mm-hmm. six foot five, so she's got to be good at basketball. We're playing basketball, and I remember, <laughs> I remember, uh, I go to make uh, to drive to the lane. She blocks my shot, and not just blocks it like by putting a finger on it and knocking it away. She hits that sucker to like. Like the other side of the basketball Dang. court, like she rejected it nasty, and then not only does she reject it, and all the guys are like, "Oh, you know," like she's like, "Get that out of my house, little animal." I don't like you no more. So
1: that was it for you. That was it. Was, so that's don't... why you don't like the
0: communion. Yeah.
1: Nah, <laughs> but now it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense.
0: for for me, yeah, I'm traumatized. For for me, I have to have a woman that like her the, her top of her head or her hair. Like gets to my chin, no higher than that. Uh, that that's my exception.
2: <laughs> now it makes sense, Todd. It yeah. makes total sense.
1: Sherry said, "I've never been to Alton Towers in the UK. There's just no point." I'm
2: taking that's like <laughs> a theme park, right, uh, Sherry?
1: And Stephen replied to her, "Chewy, oh, Sherry? I think you meant Sherry. Sherry? You're You're from, from UK? The UK?" She said, "Yeah, England. Why no point?" Well,
0: I think because uh, there must be an amusement park over there. Like, she can't go or
1: something. They really won't let you on, Sherry? Like, you're a grown woman, and still, just because you're small, they don't let you on? <laughs>
2: hey, they got to take safety matters into consideration.
1: Too. Okay, wear some giant 70s platform
2: shoes. Yes. So they can let work. you through. <laughs> that might work, actually. I love Big theme parks, by the way. I, I don't, I, there's no ride I would not get on. I don't know how. I don't know now, because it's been a while. 34 now so but when I was in my early 20s there's no roller coaster I would not get on you, you bring it you bring it
0: oh, I, can, I can tell you real quick when we went to Magic Mountain over here Um, like usually you there's like long ass lines for every ride and so it's like 45 minutes you know like sometimes 30 minutes like that What time we went we went up uh, were you with us it was wasn't it for a uh, Choco's thing or was it Renee's i wasn't there you weren't at that one okay because i swear to god you went to magic mountain with us yeah was it it was he's, renee's was never
1: mentioned going on
0: oh no he didn't go that one. it was his bachelor ba- party he's like, bachelor. His, and then he's like oh i want to go to magic mountain at some point so like okay so we went to magic <laughs> mountain and there was like nobody there so we were going on ride after ride after ride and their rides are big yeah and, and, and like they're not like you're your little ones, dude. I mean, they're it's scary. like, yeah, they're pretty scary. They're, they're suspended by your, um, your shoulders and you know, you, you all these crazy ones you're going backwards for. We went eight straight rides, right. With like no break whatsoever. And this was just a few years ago. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm a kid, you know, like I, I can handle this. this is great. So we go on one of the most moderate rides as the ninth one in a row within like we're getting it done in almost an hour. So it's, like, less than an hour. We're, we've already gone on eight roller coasters.
1: Dang. And
0: we're all, like, souped up. We go to the ninth one, which is, again, a one that's supposed to ease you off of it. It's Batman, you know?
1: Mm. And
0: Batman has just a couple loops and, and like, you know, not, nothing crazy. I
1: love that one.
0: But the thing is, with that ride, they videotape you the entire time. And so, like, I'm already, like, having a hard time breathing at this time because my I'm, like, so... Cause, I'm one of those guys that with my mouth open. If, I, if I'm riding a ride, a, a bug or a bird's going to fly right in my mouth because I'm all Yay! you know, screaming the whole time. And so, like, you get on Batman, and we, it does, like, a twist and an upside down, like, um, mm-hmm. figure eight or whatever. And I'm on video passing out. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I, so, like, between my boys. Like, I'm they, Batman. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, I thought you liked Batman. I'm like I did, and then they're all like, You passed out, man. It's like one of the weeniest rides out there. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's
1: like, I could go on so it, it over really and over see? and over. <laughs> Very short.
0: Very short. So I got through like Tatsu and Twisted Colossus, all the big ones, and I freaking go out on that one. They're like, you Wow, see? yeah, it
2: was I'm sorry, Todd. That's kind of embarrassing, right? Yeah, there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I went really brave my first time at Six Flags. I was like 17. And I couldn't wait. My first roller coaster was the X. Oh. Ooh. I thought, oh, heck yeah. Once I was up there, my friend was screaming for her mom. She almost died. How old was she? She was probably like three years younger than me. So she must oh. have been like 14, 15. Oh, yeah. But she was the one pushing me and pressuring me to get on it. And I did. And then she was the one crying and sobbing because she wanted to get off. Who was that? Oh, Melly. You, you never know. Oh. Yeah, that ride was horrible. Ugh. I came out of their pale.
2: <laughs> Stefan said, I'm going to that Elvis movie, courtesy of my daughter Lauren. Uh, who is your favorite pop star?
1: Pop star?
2: Uh, mine all time? Michael Jackson.
1: Okay. Not for me.
2: <laughs> I don't care. Don't don't go into details of my personal life. I'm not. I'm not here for that. <laughs> that man <laughs> we could do a crime episode that one. <laughs> You're real. don't bring up that I'm man's so life sad. i don't want to know it might be true that man's dead he was my favorite of all time princess number two i love prince
1: you know what i was never into prince i'm how sorry how dare you never
2: how dare you
1: i didn't for the longest time i did not know who prince was <laughs> <laughs> I like different music For me it was Shakira Who I was obsessed with Because I was into belly dancing And I was learning And I loved that That's
2: the Latin in you.
1: But For me it's a band And I would have to say Coldplay was one of the top oh, ones yeah. for me
2: Coldplay's up there Definitely like Coldplay um, Oasis is pretty good I, I like, like Oasis good. By the way We like uh, UK uh, bands as well You know we, We're into that Well at least I am Yeah the, yeah The Beatles and all that good stuff What about
1: you Todd
0: Uh, My dad was always on oldies, So he was like, you can't, you can't change a channel. (laughs) And he's like listening to like Rolling Stones and stuff like that. (laughs) I can't get no satisfaction. (laughs) So like, (laughs) so like he, um, he was always like listening to oldies, but I, I, I strayed from that big time. I was, uh, into guns and roses, Metallica was in the metal metal first. And then it was hip hop, you know, early nineties hip hops. And then uh, I didn't really have I don't really have a favorite band, you know, or or group. It was always just like, hey, I, I like a song from them. A flock of seagulls. <sighs> like I said, I like a song or two from. I like
1: Hoobastank.
0: <laughs> Let's see, yeah, Hoobastank. Yeah, there's I mean, there's certain bands like like I, if I could listen to a couple bands like um, I guess their entire catalog, I'd have to go with Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, what do you call it, uh, Nirvana? Uh, what do you call it, Soundgarden? But but in Pearl Jam, yeah, a lot of a lot of your uh, your grunge music. But uh, I can't. Uh, I don't really have a favorite group. So.
1: Cherise says she's an absolute Eminem fan. She has a tattoo of. Oh, him. she's a stand. Whoa. Oh, a stan. Oh,
2: Stands are different from
1: a fan. Why? I've never
2: heard of that. Hard. They're hardcore. They're hardcore. I
1: love Eminem.
0: No, like seriously, seriously though, Eminem. Like if he gets dissed he doesn't even have to respond like the stands like they have people they have guys that sound just like him where it's hard to tell who's real and not and they'll come back at the celebrity or rapper and they'll have a diss track just as good close to what eminem can produce i'm like you know
1: what i've always loved him but Uh i am not for his response oh okay to me it was
2: weak which as much as
1: i love him yeah what's his name
2: so, uh, she's talking about when uh, MGK dissed him. Yeah. And he, he, I ain't gonna lie, he probably was the best diss he did to Eminem. Like, if anybody...
0: But
2: he did screw up a couple things on MGK. I, I, I'm just saying, not many people battle Eminem because, let's face it, Eminem is probably, if not the best, one of the best battle rappers of all time. But MGK actually put some punches on him when it comes to a uh, dissing he he swung and hit him a few times i ain't gonna lie he, he did probably yeah. the best
1: regardless i love eminem but that that was disappointing to me yeah i didn't like it
2: yeah uh i i, I like eminem i I was a huge fan of him growing up i kind of calmed down a little bit i'm not saying he's horrible or anything i still like eminem it's just all the rappers that we listened to growing up it's they're not putting out music like they used to, obviously, because they're older. So it's like, you're just, you know. And the newer generation. And the newer generation's coming in and kind of t- killing it. So
1: Eminem's still my workout music.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: I, I don't like the mumble rap and all that other junk. So, like, I, I've kind of strayed from I that big time. So, yeah. uh, Stephanie says, I'm a big. Uh, yeah. Oh, Stefan, my bad. A big John Wayne fan. And uh, the, the Alamo. Yeah. That's a. That's a uh, <sighs> John Wayne is kind of like a little before my time. That's more, you know, yeah, it's more pops. But, um, geez, what's a good country, uh, movie? Um, uh, what was it? No Country for Old Man. No Country for Old Men. I, that movie was twisted, but good.
1: It was. Uh, I never understood it. It frustrated me so bad.
0: Hey, I'm a pop. Well, I mean, I am too now. But, uh, but, <laughs> if, but if, but if I will say one country movie or, 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 yeah, like one. Movie back in the day, like a shoot 'em up type Western. I have to say, an all time favorite. It's, and it's a bro movie. It's uh like with me and Matt, Tombstone.
1: Tombstone.
2: Tombstone. Yeah. What, why are you laughing, babe?
1: Okay, I like Tombstone, but I got sick of it thanks to him. Because ah. oh, he was me. just watching it over and over. And I was so, I'm, I got fed up. And now when he puts it on, I'm like, I don't want to see it. You know why? I hate the slut in the movie. Okay, she pisses ah. me off. Because his wife had issues Yeah Yeah. She needed help Yeah Okay But it was a good movie I'm not gonna lie about that You know why I watched it The movie you made me watch
2: You know why I watched it over and over Because I didn't see Tombstone until Like in my 30s I didn't see it growing up I showed it to you Yeah Todd was like He said something He was like I'm your Huckleberry And I was like like, I was stuck I was like What the heck does that mean And he's like You've never seen Tombstone I was like, I was like Am I supposed to? Like, I didn't grow up watching Tombstone. And so he told me about it. And so I was like, you got to watch it. It's one of the best bromance movies in the area. So I was like, all right. The
1: movie you made me watch the other day.
2: With the oh, <laughs> I'll oh get into God. that. So I watched Tombstone for the first time. I was like 31. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty dope. But no, I had. Okay, so I grew up really wholesome. <laughs> my mom was very, very wholesome. You know, my dad was opposite. So my mom would put on movies that only kids that were, you know, wholesome kids, I guess you could say. We didn't watch scary movies. My mom was like, nope, get those demons out of here. And so um, (laughs) there was a movie I would show my wife the other day. I was like, hey, babe, let's watch this movie called Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I know Todd's probably going to look at me and take my black card away. (laughs) But she's like, what the heck is that? I was like, you never heard of Seven Bites? I couldn't seven?
1: stop laughing. I was just like, what? Just- you, Matt, watching this? This was your choice?
2: Like I said, my mom put it on, and I watched That's it, and that. I was like, eh, it's pretty. It's all right. Obviously, I lived a different path to growing up, but part of my childhood, I watched uh, a musical. So, like, Oklahoma and all that oh, stuff. You? Don't judge me, man! <laughs> I watched those stuff. You know, I even watched the original uh, Parent Trap. Don't judge me, man.
1: I only watched the. Let's the get together. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
2: You've
0: just <laughs> lost your black card. I'm taking that. Oh. It, it's revoked right now.
1: For it's those suspended. UK listeners, my favorite movie, my all-time favorite movie, oh, yeah. is Pride and Prejudice.
0: Yeah, here we go with that. I man. love
1: Jane Austen. Hubby was making fun of me, and now, so you guys know, this is what he gets. He got so obsessed with the movie. Every every freaking, no, you picked it. It wasn't even my choice. He played us out of it. I still love it. Every freaking day he would put it on. I was like, can you give it a break?
2: (laughs) You know what? It it, it was a good movie. I ain't gonna lie. It was a good movie, Mr. Darcy and all that stuff. And then
1: you started binging on Sense and Sensibility over and over and over.
2: Well, I used to make fun of it a lot. Yeah, but
1: now he's the one choosing those movies, okay? Okay. Just for the record. Okay,
0: why why am I picturing Matt on the couch (laughs) Legs crossed in pajamas with popcorn, singing to High School
2: Musical. <laughs> I had a different life growing up, man. really right. so. <laughs>
1: Stefan said, "Hey, I'm a pop."
2: Yes, nothing wrong with John Wayne. You know, my dad. Uh, I used to watch Gunsmoke because my dad grew up watching Gunsmoke and Bonanza and all that stuff. So I don't know. Those things. Yeah, so I you know I, I watched some of those uh, old old time shows and back in the day
1: he said he's 57 way too old for us no no you know what you're younger than both my parents so and i have friends i actually make better friends with people that are older than me yeah i'm not good with having younger uh, friends yeah. they get on my nerves mm-hmm. so taylor asked do you have pets
2: um we currently have what two birds
1: we have two birds two parakeets because our kids um, we've gone through a number of pets that just don't work out it started off with bunnies Yeah. I was supposed to have bought dwarf bunnies and I got cheated out, they took my money and they were regular rabbits they grew so much but I started developing really horrible allergies to them Uh which had never happened I've had bunnies in my my life before as my pets but we had to get rid of them because it was just intolerable and then they decided they wanted mice, so they got two white mice, mm-hmm. and those things stink horribly. Oh man! And I guess it's kind of the same type of hair we started getting allergies to, so we actually let them free. We let them loose, and now it's birds. Yum. I do have a dog, my baby Oliver. It's not living with me because of the situation. Um, there's not enough room there for him. So I did send him up with my sister to Washington where she has a huge yard and he's a happy boy. Which yeah. he now has terrible health problems and we might lose him this year. i looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I thought that was going to be a happy
1: ending. No, you no. know, he's my boy. The poor guy has been through so much. And, you know, when we were in Victorville, we had a mountain lion that kept coming into our yard. And somehow he fought him off. The lion bit a piece of his tail off but Oliver is such a special dog because he was always just so happy oh, okay. and even though he was bleeding out of his tail like crazy when he saw my brother he was just happy oh my he's God. just like shooting blood all over the place Ooh. we took him to the vet they had to do surgery which got infected so he ended up getting the tail amputated he only has like a nubbin now nubbin. and he's like a pit bull labrador mix so he looks funny Nice. but yeah yeah my poor guy lost his buddy. I had another one, which was a German Shepherd, and I loved him too. But that's it. He's still my boy, but he's not living with me currently.
2: And I'm a huge dog lover. I, I love dogs. I've been have I've had dogs my whole life. Ever since I was, ever since I can remember, we had a dog. And uh, I remember one time, uh, I don't remember. I was little. I probably was like two. And my brother, my oldest brother, tells me this story all the time. I was 2 years old. I was in the front yard playing with my ball or whatever. And one of my neighbors, I guess they had a problem with my family and so they let their dog out and he was about to attack me. They let on purpose. They let their dog out to oh, get wow. me. And um we had a dog named King. And this dog, I forgot what he was. He was, I think it was a bull terrier mix. Anyways, he was he was very protective of our family. And so here I am, two years old, not knowing what's going on. A dog, the neighbors let their dogs out. He's coming towards me. My dog, out of nowhere, came from the backyard, apparently, and caught him. And they started scrapping and fighting. My dad comes out and beats the other dog. I don't know. And then they they run away. Unfortunately, that dog had the mange. Oh. Yeah. And when he attacked when my dog King attacked that dog, he ended up getting it too. And we had another dog named princess who was pregnant or he ended up getting her pregnant. And then all the other dogs caught the mange too. So it was, it was, it was pretty bad, but that was one of my uh, first dogs. And then I had two rock Rylers growing up. And then, uh, one of my favorite dogs that I, I had to put down right before I got married, I put them down. Um, his name was Bear. And same scenario happened. I'm walking him. I'm in my 20s now. Um, no, I take that back. Yeah, yeah, this was 2007. So I was 19. Uh, and I'm walking my dog. I'm walking around the neighborhood. And dogs know when there's another dog, right? So I'm walking. My dog was barely six months old, but he was big. He was real big. So we're walking. And we get to this one house that I know has a huge dog. I know he does. They're about the same size. And my dog, for some stupid reason, goes into their yard. So I pull him back like, hey, what the heck is wrong with you? Their dog was in the backyard, and he seen him. And on this particular day, he was off his leash. And not only that, the, the, the gate was wide open. So when he saw my dog go in his yard, he charged him. Boom. Comes out. It was a big old uh, pit bull. So he comes out, charged my dog. They start scrapping a little bit, and then they stop. And then that pit bull started coming after me. He literally leaped. And I swung. I took a big swing. and But right before I can connect, my dog jumped up in the air and caught him again. Boom! Before he can bite me. And was, like, fighting again, tussling. So I pulled my dog back. Like, hey, come on, come on. And the dog, like, kept following us. It was more of a challenge. I don't think he was really trying to fight, but it was more of a challenge. So the police come. He sees everything. He pulls up in front of me and jumps out the car. So I'm like, dude, if you're not going to shoot the other dog, get away from me. You're making me nervous, man. Like, I got my dog here. I'm getting chased by this other dog. So shoot the dog or leave. You're making me nervous. And he's like, I'm just watching. I'm just watching. I was like, what are you watching for? Nothing's happening. But you got to go, man. You got a gun. If you're not going to shoot the other dog, leave me alone so the police literally followed me home and i'm pissed off because i'm worrying about my dog i'm worrying about that dog and i'm worrying about the police not saying i'm against police or anything but if anything happened or you know that dog tries to come at me he might shoot me on accident or shoot my dog on accident so i was like nervous so i managed to get my dog i ran home got my dog in the gate the police is still following me and so i'm yelling i'm like dude what the heck do you want like I'm not doing nothing. Leave me alone. And he's like, he wasn't saying anything. It was a black cop. So I was like, dude, go. Like, I'm not. Are you trying to see a fight or something? Leave. Like, go away. And it was like five minutes later, and he's still standing outside. I I just locked the door. I was like, you know, what? the heck with you. And then he left. So, yeah. Crazy story. (laughs) I think he was a a secret admirer.
0: (laughs) He liked the cut of your jib.
2: You know
0: what,
1: I did have that happen one time Uh, Real quick, Stefan said he had a goat Getting drunk and the wife wanted to watch Stranger Things Love you all Oh, thank you, you, Stefan
0: Stranger Things is awesome, by the way And real quick, uh, they had cool animal stories Um, Let me give you mine Um, I have two cats And uh, sometimes they let me pet them And uh, sometimes they don't So, yeah, that's it
1: <laughs> oh, that's his story. That's his story. <laughs> they're brats when they want to. Yeah,
0: they're just. They,
1: he wanted to strip search you? You're probably
2: right, raccoon. You're probably right.
0: Yeah. He's all turn your head and cough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. He wanted
2: that booty. Yeah, he's so... You know what? I had somebody do that to me one time, man. Uh, not, not get my booty and strip searched. <laughs> none of that. But I had a guy literally. I'm walking. This is. I'm in junior high. Well, I'm in high school. I can't remember. I was a teenager. I'm literally walking home from school. And as my wife would say, she says I have a big butt. Whatever. You <laughs> I know you do. Stop it. What you mean I say? Anyways, I'm walking home, right? I'm by myself. This black guy busts a U-turn and follows me. He literally is like, hey. And I was just <laughs> like, what the hell? Hey, man, get out of here. So I'm walking home. He's literally like driving slow, driving slow, driving slow. And I'm just like, first of all, I'm not going to walk to my house because I know, you know, you never do that. And so I walked to my neighbor's house. And he like literally watched me go in the gate and was staring at me. And I, I, I cussed him out. I was like, what the F do you want, bro? And he's like, oh, nothing. I just wanted to watch you. And I was like, get the F out of here, man. What the heck is wrong with you? And then he, he, he sped off then I hopped my neighbor's fence and hopped in my house and ran into the backyard and um I grabbed my dog and I'll just in case he wanted, you know, just in case cause my dog don't play that. So I grabbed him and he's like, nothing happened. I walked up right? You know? Yeah. We're talking about the
0: animal.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know what you call it. So maybe there's a name for it. Hey man, chill, man. Whoa. Whoa. But Yeah. Just... I had somebody, I've had other, Scenarios where it was like creepy stories with guys. Guys literally pulled money out. Yeah, this was. Yeah, man. I I had a lot of creepy scenarios, man.
0: <laughs> My cat caught a fly once, like oh, in midair.
2: That, that was, is you know, so man.
1: exciting, Todd! Exciting, Todd! <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. His
0: name's London. Siri so, you
1: know, uh, yeah. said, "Do you guys live local to each other?" We used to. We used to well
2: i me and todd used to uh i'm from south central la compton watts if you guys know what i like. am um todd is from like the whittier area which is like i would say about 20 25 minutes away without traffic but wifey is the only one that lived further from all of us from in the beginning fontana yeah, so she's from the Inland uh, And then Inland when we Empire. got
1: married, we went to San Bernardino even further. Even further. And then we came back to Fontana.
2: Yeah, I was in the boonies.
1: So we're about 40, 45 minutes away from each other. Mm, that's, from why, Todd.
0: that's why the recording sometimes isn't the greatest of quality. I mean, obviously, like, right now, because they're in studio, it sounds a lot better. But, like, usually, like, we have to do the shows over Zoom. So Zoom doesn't always give us the best quality. Um but I think as far as the show's concerned, I think we've grown a lot since the beginning because we do a lot more research. Uh, we have a lot more fan interaction. I think we're getting to the point where we're off to a pretty good start. I don't think we've peaked at all. I think um, for, for no advertisers, no really sponsors, I think we're done really, really well. I think um, the thing we need to hit on if we can is Apple. Um, And
1: because of the support, too.
0: Yeah, like once we hit on Apple and stuff like that, um, uh, I think we're going to we should jump to mainstream because checking the numbers on, I mean, on Podbean, when I I showed them what's up, it's like, dude, like we're top 20 now. Like as far as total crime, you know, uh, shows, we're approaching 200,000 downloads for a for a for a. show that just barely started and only has a 100 episodes because we're not one of these we would love to do two to a week but it's hard with our schedule we're trying to get to a point where we can um to, to do yeah to be more consistent we've had a couple weeks off because of things that have happened to either them or to us so um we're trying to be more consistent i think once we hit that and we get the two episodes a week and stuff like that things will be much better we're, we're getting better equipment we're slowly moving forward. But, um, you know, like I said, this was this was just something to do for fun. That's why we had that other host on. Uh, but you could tell me <laughs> and me and Gabby or me and Gabby, me and Matt were tired from uh, carrying him so much. So, uh, <laughs> you know, when Gabby came on, it was just natural. I mean, not only is she his his wife and they already have that chemistry, but we had chemistry too. And uh, and just it just flows a lot better with her. Her insights the way she loves the uh, corporal punishment and cutting off wangs <laughs> right away. Uh, it just fit the show really good. Matt's comedy, my comedy, and then the way we're able to just keep focused on a serious show, but then also give our personalities at the same time. Because we, I've listened to a lot of podcasts before we started this one, and I'm like, I got tired of people like just, they would get drunk and then tell a story. And it's like, okay, that's not really original. And then you have people that are laughing at parts that they shouldn't be laughing at or people are way too serious. So I think when we started this one, it's like, let's find something where we can be like regular friends. Call it down the middle. N- don't be overbearing and don't throw too much comments. Find a balance. And I think we found a balance.
2: Sorry, I was long with no, Welcome no, no, no. Mr. Asman. Welcome, Mr. Asman. Uh, Lady Ray, <laughs> Mr. As-Man. Todd, I beg you make a TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> Who's all listening in right now? Yeah. Uh, so well, welcome everybody. Um, yeah, real quick, you know, Todd and I started doing podcast uh what, twenty seventeen? Yeah. It was yeah, it was twenty seventeen. It was right when uh Cleveland lost to the Golden State in the NBA Finals. It I was come. more of
0: a morning show
2: type. Of thing. Yeah. It was more of a morning show. We started we just it, it was weird. If you listen to our very first recording we did in the garage, it was <laughs> So funny, I was off, I was real off And everything, I was just like What do I talk about, he's like, ah, just be yourself And I was just like, alright, I'm a black guy <laughs> like, what, oh, that, oh. That, was,
0: that was literally his first words so I am like, introduce yourself Because I had done a couple solo shows And then he goes, well, first off my name's Matt. I'm a black guy. I'm like, <laughs> dude, like you could say you're rainbow right now. Nobody would know. Like we're, we're, we're not on video. So like, I don't know. From there, it went pretty good. I
2: <laughs> from there, it went pretty good. Cause you know, we'll practice. Cause we went to a baseball game. Todd used to host a baseball event every, every what? Twice a year. Yeah. Well, it's like spring and spring and summertime. Anyways, he invited me. We go, we clicked. uh, you know, everything was cool. He invited me over to his house and was like, Hey dude, let's do a podcast. And we did it. We were in the garage. We didn't even have a studio then yet. Super hot. It was so hot. We had one mic we shared. And, um, from there I was like, "That's eh, it's pretty cool. And after some time we just gradually kept going and going and going. Then, um, then we started regularly recording. Then we're like, dude, you know, we gotta start getting equipment. So we would pitch in some money and pitch in and everything. So we ended up buying our own personal equipment. Like everything we have here is purchased from us, like our own money. Uh, Todd built like a little, a little den, a little shed area in his house. And we converted it into a a studio, but we started from the ground up literally. And there's so much more that we have to uh, get. And that's why we appreciate the donations you guys leave or Even even if it's a dollar or ten cents We really do appreciate it Because it really does help us out um, So we, we, we've received a few already So we thank you so much for uh, for leaving a donation If you like to leave one, like I said uh, Go to Cash App, type in Dollar Sign Grinding True Crime And then you can crimes. leave I said crime? You said crime Dollar Sign Grinding True Crimes If y'all didn't know, I talk with a list so sometimes certain words Sounds Sometimes he messes shut up
1: uh, <laughs> But it's okay I still love you
2: Whatever <laughs> um, We're almost about to wrap it up guys Because we've hit that hour mark and Hour and a half So we gotta Thank We don't have to but we're gonna wrap it up you for staying
1: on For support For your comments, questions
2: Oh pick, kick, PC, PC Whatever You, you just missed us We're about to sign off
1: but welcome. but welcome.
2: welcome. Welcome. <laughs> thank you for joining in. Uh, Sherry says, thank you, guys. I love you all. Thank you so much. We
1: friend. love you,
0: too. Yeah, thank you so much for all the comments, too. Like, if, if you're listening to this on replay later on, um, just the fact that we get a lot of messages, a lot of love to each and every one of us. Uh, we, we do get the hate, too, but it's awesome because <laughs> we feed off of that or we were able to, uh, you know, if, if it is something we need to work on, we do it because we, we take the criticism along with the praise. But the best thing that you could do um, it would be just to put the word out because that's how we've gotten yes. this this big is just putting the word out. If you got other people that you know that like storytelling, uh, true crime stuff, uh, let them know. And uh, it helps us out more than anything because um, we're continuing to grow. The downloads every time we release an episode are getting higher and higher. So um, we're, we're really, I mean, again, we just thought this was going to be a fun thing, uh, and, and it still is. But just the fact that, like, it's turning into something is super, super exciting.
2: Absolutely. And, and we looked at the numbers right now. Uh, we looked at the g- geographics and the statistics of who's listening to us and what areas and what countries and stuff like that. Um, the U.K. and Australia and Sweden and all those, uh, all those countries outside of the U.S., you guys are really showing us some major love, like, seriously. And we appreciate it. Uh, what was it? Wales, Australia, Australia was one of the top yeah. ones, and yeah, yeah it, it was just amazing to see that we're hitting internationally, and we we haven't even we haven't even touched the threshold of of where we want to be, but just seeing that we're getting a nice fan base and regular fans too that um, we uh, see regularly every day leaving comments, we appreciate that, and I know, I know Gabby does too.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah, so it just, makes it funner.
0: Oh, yeah. And just and just talking to people that we would normally not like you guys here on the live and others that interact with us later. It's like uh, it's, it's pretty crazy to know that we, we are talking to people that we would never talk to or never see or hear from um, in different countries who never maybe never get the chance to go to. So yeah. uh, it's just a wonder about the internet. It's wonder about the show and, and the community that's being built around the show. And uh, we we appreciate everybody. I just want to make that know like uh, a lot of podcasts don't like, you know. and we want to get to a point where we can give back to like, we're, we're trying to get uh, some stuff together with merchandise and things like that to give back to the listeners that either donate or, or that, that it's just been there since day one. Cause we know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we really appreciate that. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
2: anything else you want to say gaps?
1: Just thank you. This was fun. And we will see you guys again on the last Sunday of July.
2: Yes, so whatever date that is. Um,
1: Let me check for you okay. real quick. Another episode up and
2: coming. Another episode. And then also, we'll go back to uh, doing another episode. I think Todd's got a story to talk about. Was it a two-parter? No, it's a one-parter. It's, a one-parter. it's pretty heavy, though. But it's, he said it's really heavy.
0: Yeah,
2: we We can, yeah. Yeah, we can.
1: We won't knock that one out. I'm hungry. Let's eat first. Yeah,
2: let's go eat. (laughs) Let's go eat because we woke up and uh, we first thing we said was, let's give it to the fans. Whoa. Pause. pause. pause.
1: Excuse me. You can only give it to me. (laughs) Whoa.
2: Whoa. Calm down. (laughs) So uh, with that all being said, thank you once again for showing love and support and even signing in. It's July 30th. It's July 30th. So is it Crave? Is it -er? Creaveser? Creaveser? Freezer. freezer i hope we're not butchering it man uh sherry says thanks guys i loved it uh so uh thank you everyone this is no worries uh this is uh one of your hosts maddie matt along with todd fox and gabby gab and we are signing off
1: toodles peace y'all come to rob
2: wrap... <laughs> oh i messed it up <laughs> it's
0: harder it's, hard... it's harder live it really is <laughs> that's what she said (laughs) let me do it in this voice (laughs) you'll come back now you hear
2: bye